come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be discussing committed to his word as teens according to God's word. We are back this week with another great lesson. In the previous weeks, we discussed Christ's commitment to us and our commitment to Christ. But we're going to take a little twist this week. We're going to talk about being committed to God's word. So as always, let's look at the definition of committed, the world and the biblical meaning of committed. The world says feeling dedication and loyalty to a cause, activity or job, wholeheartedly dedicated. We could find the biblical definition in Deuteronomy 27, 9 through 10. Then Moses and the Levitical priest said to all Israel, be silent, Israel, and listen. You have now become the people of the Lord your God. Obey the Lord your God and follow his commands and decrees that I give you today. This is a powerful, and I'm opening this week's lesson with the bang. You guys have learned a lot over the weeks listening to these podcasts. You are growing in God's word. This is pretty good parallel to what you have done or will eventually do when you give your life to Christ. The pastor will have the church silenced and ask you to repeat after him. He will say, do you believe in your heart that Christ died on the cross for your sins? And you will respond, hopefully yes. He will then say, do you believe that Jesus was buried and rose again three days later with all power in his hands, ascending to sit on the right hand of the Father in heaven? And you will respond, yes. Then the pastor will say, because you have confessed with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus was nailed to the cross, bled, died, and rose again with all power, defeating the grave and sin, that you now have everlasting life and you are now part of God's family. Did you get that? You are now part of God's family. The pastor will close by saying, find yourself a Bible teaching, God-fearing church to attend and study God's word. Now go forth and prosper, obey and live your life from this day forward according to God's word. The church and your family will be sending up praises to the one true wise and living God, the only one capable of such a great feat. Did you get that? Did you get that, my young loyal listeners? We can also find this Psalm 119, 911. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I want you to put yourself in that scripture. This is what I want you to say. How can I stay on a path of purity while all this chaos is going on around me? While I have to deal with peer pressure, while I want to have fun instead of being bored and a nerd church kid. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, that's what I was waiting on. I knew someone would say it. I appreciate the honesty. Your struggle is not with knowing right from wrong. It's with wanting to have fun in a Christ-like manner versus having fun according to the world with all bets off. I get that, and I do. I want you to consider this. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Matthew 25 and 13 says this. Keep watch. Why does Matthew say that? Why does he say keep watch? Because no one, and I mean no one, 
knows the day nor the hour that Jesus will return to rapture, to take those living a life holy and acceptable God to meet his father in heaven. So I urge you to read all of chapter 25 because there were some people that did not keep watch. They were too busy having fun according to the world and not God's word. And they were left behind because Jesus said they were carrying on like ungodly people without, without a God. So he did not know them. I know this was heavy and I want you to digest this as we take a quick break. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. And we're back in PNT Podcast Studios from that short break. We hope you took the time necessary to digest and fully engulf that message from the first parts. Now let's look at some practical ways to stay committed to his words. I find that teens like yourselves are more apt to get involved in an activity or event when you can clearly see or can get a good idea of what's in it for you. Basically, how will it benefit you? You know what? I can't even blame you. I too was once your age and I pondered and asked the exact same question as my parents continually hauled me off to church, Sunday school, and Bible study. Yes, I was dragged, I was forced, but for good reasons. I'm going to accept the challenge of showing you what's in it for you to draw closer and follow God's word. I have to come up with what I believe to be three benefits of committing yourself to a lifestyle of committing and living God's word. It's my hope, because I'm trusting God, that at the end of this lesson, you will see that God's word can be more than just what you want, but exactly what you need. Number one, God's word is a source of replenishing. God's word is designed to offer a newness each and every day. Teens like yourselves want interaction with God to be unpressured and forced. Go easy on those who are pressuring you. They do it because they care about your soul. Psalm 1978 tells us, The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. He's trustworthy. His precepts are right, giving joy to the heart. Allow God's word to work its grace in and throughout your life. Number two, God's word provides us answers to life's questions. God knows young people can be confused about their purpose and the meaning of life in general. He knows in the chaos, there appears to be nothing to take hold of to be led to peace and safety. The best I can offer you is this, Proverbs 4 and 7. Knowledge is everything, and all you're getting, get understanding. If you want to know something, ask God, not your friends, and in most cases, not your family. Number three, God's word promotes relationships. Through studies and observation, relationship is the driving force in spending time in God's word on their own and on their own terms that keeps them connected. This relationship creates the necessary foundation and connection needed to stay grounded. The development of this relationship is cultivated through teen Bible study class or teens simply spending time reading God's word. This relationship will grow the more time they spend in God's presence. By reading his word, the more intimate they get to know and understand God. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about being committed to God's word. We looked at Psalm 119, 9 through 11, which reads in the NIV, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I will seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. 
When we hide God's word in our hearts, it can keep us from sinning against him. Notice how I said it can keep us from, not it will keep us from. We must remember that we have free will and God will never override our will. Having free will causes us to not always walk the walk and not always talk the talk. When we are exercising our free will and doing or saying things that do not align with God's will, at that moment, we are straying away from God's commands. But remember, we all sin and fall short of God's glory. We just need to ask for forgiveness and try with every fiber of our being to do and say those things that are pleasing and acceptable in God's sight. Will you sin again? More than likely. But as one songstress said, dust yourself off and try again. When you ask for forgiveness with a pure heart, God is pleased. He tells us if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So ask. He's faithful. He's right there with you, waiting on you to ask, waiting on you to trust him. Don't forget the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So don't allow him to plant seeds of doubt or seeds of shame, making you feel like you let God down and he no longer hears your prayers, that you can't go to God once you have sinned, that you're not worthy to go to God and ask for forgiveness. The devil is a liar, but God is truth. So in order to stay on the path of purity, you must live according to God's word. Begin to study more. Begin to memorize those scriptures that help you, those scriptures that encourage you when things around you are not looking so good, when friends you thought were your friends turned out not to be, when life throws you a curveball and you need to get back in right standing with God, when your struggle, whether mentally, financially, or physically, is real, stay committed to the Word of God and hide it in your heart. God's waiting on you. He said he'll never leave you or abandon you. In summary, the importance of being committed to his word. God desires his people, young and old, to live lives filled with his strength, his peace, his wisdom, and most of all, his love. Please reflect on this lesson to direct your friends, your peers, and your family members to him and his word as the only source of all that is good, great, awesome, and meaningful in this world. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.